And this time on Culture File, it's getting hot in here and indeed out there, everywhere really. Having survived England's recent heat explosion, Jennifer Walsh sends us a postcard from the urban climate frontline in her latest Things Know Things. Well, we survived the heat wave, thankfully. In the lead-up, I spent a lot of time reading blogs by preppers and dads in America, so we taped emergency blankets to the outside of our windows, made about a week's worth of salads, and moved our laptops into the one north-facing room in the flat. We spent the heatwave there, periodically wetting down the cat and draping frozen towels over our shoulders. On the afternoon, the temperature hit 40 in London for the first time in recorded history. I put on the strongest sunblock I had and ventured outside for a few minutes. The heat was overwhelming in a way that I can only describe as sensuous. It seemed like the air had changed state. It had stopped being air and instead felt like being in a very hot bath. It was clear that a lot of people would be in serious trouble if the electricity stopped working. We had already seen an ambulance pull up outside the house of an elderly person who lives on our street. Later that day, we would smell smoke on the air and go out to check none of the compost heaps in the allotments behind us had spontaneously combusted. I have experienced 40 degree heat before. I survived several summers in New York, but to witness it in London, a city completely unequipped to deal with temperatures like this, felt very different. The heat felt more present, more threatening, because there was nowhere to go to escape it. It felt like the London I was in, in that heat, wasn't London anymore. It seemed like a video game set in a desert with Victorian houses in it. When these type of temperatures become more common, as they surely will, the whole city will have to change utterly to be livable, to be whatever London is when it involves 40 degree plus temperatures. This feeling of a city changing in some fundamental way, a city being part virtual as it changes, extends to far more than the weather right now. One of the biggest tourist attractions at the moment is ABBA Voyage, a show which involves huge holographic projections of ABBA performing. In the West End, you can go see The War of the Worlds, which involves a hologram of Liam Neeson. And standing outside my flat in the heat, I thought, bizarrely enough, about the Platinum Jubilee which happened here two months ago. I thought about the hologram of 1953-era Queen Elizabeth, a hologram which rode the streets in a gilded carriage waving to passers-by. At the time, I dismissed the hologram as backwards-looking kitsch, but maybe it was, in fact, eerily prescient. I thought forward to future London, to what the climate crisis will force London to become. A city where, perhaps, the only safe way for a monarch to travel the empty, blistering streets of summer will be as a hologram.
The latest Things Know Things from Jennifer Walsh there, and she'll be back with us in September. Meantime, you can hear her performing her own symphony, The Site of the Investigation, live from the Albert Hall on Thursday evening as part of this year's BBC Proms. <laughs>